Hello and welcome to Buildings of Tomorrow. My name is John Lester and in today's episode we're talking about fire safety and all the different applications where we see fire safety popping up in different industries around the world. I'm joined today by Carsten Liesner. He is the head of the Solution and Services Division of Siemens Smart Infrastructure in Europe. Carsten, thank you very much for joining us. Hey John, thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Now we talked a little bit about fire safety and obviously it, it's such an important part of, of keeping us as society safe, where we live, where we work, uh, you know, where so many important parts of our culture uh, and our history are also kept. But it's not just those standard applications, those standard places like, uh, you know, the the office roof at work or or within your apartment where, we, where fire safety is important. You know, there's lots of different applications and industries that we might not think about where fire safety is really really essential to to continue uh, and maintain business operation. Can you give us a couple of examples from your perspective on some of those applications and and industries? Yeah, uh, sure, certainly. I mean, I, I think the, the the most maybe most obvious obvious one, um, but not everybody is aware of. Um, for example, when you're when you travel, I mean, in current Corona crisis days, this is not uh, possible, but. If you would be um, in an in an Airbus um, flying in an Airbus plane in the future again, um, this is uh, protected by uh, our fire detection uh, technology, uh, which has uh, has actually to comply with um, with, with high high regulation uh, measures. You you have to you have to deal with and comply with. So in each and every Airbus, um, our fire detection. Uh, system is 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 is, is part of of the, of the plane, so to say, um, and then other things where maybe people are not so much aware of is is in wind parks, especially offshore um, wind parks and the windmills. We are protecting there um, uh, the windmills, and and offshore is is definitely also a challenge to um, um, have it kind of re- remotely serviced, yeah, because you cannot actually. Um, go out and, and 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 fix it on site so to say um or for example um the the, the gas uh, gas turbines or uh, batteries uh in in trains we are in trains we are active um uh, in trains we are active so um very different applications we have um uh, uh, yeah outside of a of a normal building or an office or at home where you see actually a detector at the ceiling Perfect. Uh, why don't we take the opportunity to just dive into each one of those in a little more detail um, without going down to the technical uh, bits and bytes, but um, I'd be interested to understand, you know, if we start with the Airbus, the the, the mm-hmm. planes, I'm assuming this is just not to make sure no one's having a cigarette in the bathroom. There's more more to it than this, I guess. No, no, it's, <laughs> I mean, but it's a very important one. The bathroom is a very important one, I can tell you. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, but it's, it's, it's really in the, um, it's in the, in, it's in the bathroom. Uh, it's, it's also in the, in the cargo um, area of the plane, which is very, very important. And come and coming back to to regulation and and how um, how how kind of good the technology has to be because I mean planes are flying also into you know I don't know into the Middle East where you have actually really the the sand of the of the deserts and 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 really when you open the cargo room um, so it always has to um, you know com- comply with the different uh, um, circumstances you have. So the 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 air uh, airline industry um, uh, has kind of high demands when it comes to technology, and what we are protecting is really the the the, the bathroom, the cockpit, um, the cargo room. Um, so very much also 
holistically in a way um, what we, what we are doing there. Definitely, and I could, technically that would be a huge challenge because, as you mentioned, yeah. you are, you open the cargo hold at one end, and maybe there is sand or a very warm, humid environment. You take exactly. off, and all of a sudden it's cold, and you land somewhere where it's snowing. Uh, things would change so much so quickly within a space that you wouldn't see reflected in a normal building, as an example. Yeah. And, and, you, and you really have to trust your your own technology, <laughs> and also um, you're dealing with all the tests. Uh, um, Airbus uh, is actually. Um, um, ask us to 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 do with the technology, because you can imagine. I mean, it's 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 a different story if you uh, if you have a false alarm in a building, um, which is also unfortunate that you have to leave the building. But you know, in a plane, um, you definitely have to ground the plane, or um, uh, yeah. And so you have no 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 way to just you know evacuate the people uh, other than you know going down with a plane immediately. Yeah. Understand uh, that would be you know, uh, leaving the building is not the most fun thing to do, particularly for a false alarm. But having to land a plane uh, in an emergency situation halfway during your trip to yeah, then exactly. uh, load everyone off and check everything to make sure it's okay, reset and then reload and take off again is a huge inconvenience to to everyone involved. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Uh, now the next one that you mentioned was was uh, wind parks. I think so. We're talking about uh, wind turbines uh, and wind energy generation. Yeah, because I I, I think uh, most of us we already have seen kind of this this burning uh, machine room, so to say, of the windmill, um, and, and this is uh, definitely also protected by 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 fire safety. So um, the detection um, and 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 also um, that you that you have to um, Kind of re remote uh, service it, uh, especially when it comes to to offshore um, wind parks. So um, also there a, a big challenge because um, especially for offshore, they are in the, kind of in the middle of the sea. It's, it's salty uh, salt water, and and uh, also there the technology has to um, you know um, comply with all the circumstances which could happen. Um, and especially uh, you know the, the the service piece is is kind of a challenge because you have to really um, um, allowed to do it really remotely in the best possible way. Yeah, I could imagine, particularly that offshore, as you mentioned, it's not like you can uh, jump in the car and pop by and check things. You know, they really are often in the middle of nowhere, a long way away from any any human interaction to be able to verify or or take action if required. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, there when you really have to send somebody on site, this is kind of a certain certificate you need. Yeah. Um, that you can actually, um, out of a helicopter or whatever, can actually enter the enter the windmill. Um, and you all also kind of the the onshore, you you need a kind of a certain certain certification um, mm. for for the for the service technicians to to do the service uh, or do the installation. That uh, that job is not something that I want to have. I don't think. <laughs> no. <laughs> Beautiful. And and one of the other ones you mentioned was trains. I think I like this one because uh, it probably has some significant differences, even though it is in the travel industry. Let's call it to, to planes, but it's also nothing that I would that I would think about. Um, you know, obviously, we need to have some fire uh, safety systems with on a train within a train because we have we have kitchens we have a whole heap of different stuff which could cause an issue in that situation can you give us a bit of detail about uh, the, the train application yeah i mean there's very much the the, the same technology i mean you need an uh, early early detection um which is then also not you know false alarms um it's really a, a real detection of, of of a fire and then it's 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 the normal 
you know, the detector, the, the, the panel you have in, in, in the train, um, and, and also um, um, extinguishing, for example, in the, the locomotives. So um, it's also depending a little bit on the, on a kind of a train type um, you're protecting. You have different technology. Um, and also, um, maybe not as much as in the in the airline industry, but also for trains, you have really high requirements on the on the uh, on the on the technology um, because also there, I mean, if you if you if you leave the um, the train, uh, for example, in in I don't know in in Russia, and you have minus 40 degrees, then um, it it should also um, function when you then um, put put them put the trains then back to um back back into in, into business um so uh, also there it, it's it's really there are certain requirements um because you for example you cannot actually heat up uh, the, the trains when they are actually waiting somewhere um uh, so the car bodies um uh, before they uh, actually hooked up to the train afterwards again mm. yeah i guess it comes with a whole a whole set of its own challenges as you mentioned you, you still have huge temperature differences you have different functionality like we talked about before you have you can have a a, a fossil fuel driven locomotive or an electric or or a combination a hybrid between the two you can have a kitchen where you know it's not like a, a plane where they're they're heating things up perhaps or boiling some water but they have a full-blown kitchen with with all of the you know the inherent risks that come with with deep frying and frying and this kind of stuff um yeah and then when and, and maybe another example is i mean what do you what, what i said in, in terms of offshore with, with salty water i mean here in the trains you have also the issue of vibration yeah. so you 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 also have to master this one that uh, the detection is really uh functioning uh, in, in, a, in a proper way and and a huge risk or, or definitely something that needs to be considered within trains is the changing environment because there's a big difference between having a a, a fire alarm or a fire when you're speeding across the the beautiful open plains in europe um, considering being halfway through uh the gotthard tunnel where you know dozens of kilometers from either end and in a huge yeah, yeah. Uh, risk situation. So there's there's definitely not only changing environments within the train, but uh, and and the temperature requirement, but then the, the actual position of that train can also have an impact and bring additional additional requirements or, or responsibility onto that fire safety system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much. That's really interesting, at least from my perspective, to understand how, how it can change and, and some of those different applications. So, Carson, thank you so much, as always, for your time and for joining us okay. today. Uh, and thank you to all of you out there as well for joining us here on Buildings of Tomorrow. Please feel free to like, comment or share this episode, subscribe to us here on this channel and ensure to keep an eye out to see the next episodes as they come up. So we'll see you again soon. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Thank you.